Good evening. So I am recording this live, which basically means I don't have my audio equipment home other than the recorder, so I don't have anything to edit. Not that I really edit ever anyway, but sometimes I'll cut off the beginning or the end where uh, it frees me up to find where I am. But I don't have that, so I'm talking. Uh, this isn't going to be a full message or sermon. I texted out my, my sermon from this morning, and some of you were there. Uh, this is just kind of me talking and sharing something since we won't be together tonight, which sucks, but uh, Thanksgiving weekend, it's good for people to have family time or, or a break or just to prepare for, for whatever, and some people are gone, etc. Uh, we will be back in Youth and Confirmation next week, the next three weeks, I believe, and then we end the year, basically, and it's always a crazy time to end the year because it ends with break and it ends with people going and it ends with all kinds of things. Uh, so I just wanted to take this time to go back to something that was said during my traditional sermon this morning, before me, when Amy read the Old Testament and the New Testament scripture. And the New Testament scripture she read was John 3.16, or we all kind of said it together. And that's the version that I say, because that's the version that I uh, memorized. But I'm going to read from the New Living Translation, and I'm going to read John 3.16 right now. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. So you see the differences, but it's the same uh, truth. It's the same story. It's the same uh, exact, it's the same red letter. It's the same Jesus talking. It's the same wonderful scripture. It's just said in a different way. And I say that because it's the one probably everybody in the world knows. If you think of a Bible verse, most people will say John 3.16. There are some that would maybe come up with something else, but even people out of church would know what John 3.16 is. So it should be what we live by. For the most part, it is. Sometimes we mess it up. Sometimes we get judgy. Sometimes we, we worry about the wrong things, but we still believe in that love and we follow him and we know that we have eternal life coming. But I want to read the next verse, John 3.17. And this is, God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. So it could have been very different. And this is the part we sometimes leave off. He did not come to condemn. He did not come to judge, not in the way that we think uh, he came to save. That does not mean he didn't tell the truth because he did. It does not mean he didn't set up side a standard for us to live by because he did. Uh, and he said, live like me, be like me, follow me, uh, follow God's commands. He said all of that. But he did it in a saving way, a loving way, a graceful way, not a condemning way. Uh, it could have gone very differently. He could have come to earth, um, pointed out how holy he is, how he's never sinned, how people treated him like garbage, and then uh, held everyone to this exacting standard of perfection. And if you don't reach it, then you're gone. You're done. You can't. You only get one shot at it. But he didn't do that because he loves us. And so we have to be like that. We have to follow him. We have to follow both of those verses. We have to follow everything he said. But What's really cool about these scriptures, more than just the fact that they both talk about the saving of the world and the fact that together they say how to do it by love and by not condemning, um, they come in a conversation between him and Nicodemus. And Nicodemus was a Pharisee, so he was part of the group that was going after Jesus and always trying to trick him and trap him and all these other things. And he was Nicodemus came to him to ask him questions because he heard something in something Jesus said, or he felt something in, in Jesus's message, in his truth, in his life. And so he went to talk to him. And a lot of people would have said, hey, 
you've heard what I said. If you don't get it by now, go away. Or, hey, you've been a jerk all along, or you're part of that group. You're just as bad as everybody else. But Jesus talked to him back, just like the woman at the well. He continued to talk to him. He had a conversation. He taught him about being born again. And Nicodemus didn't get it. And Jesus is like, you need to get this because you're leading people, because it's important to lead people. It's important to be an example. And when you do that, it, it, it matters. And so he talked to him about it, and he he helped him to see. And he gets down into the the love, to the example, to I came to earth to save you guys. Like, I came to earth to help you, to give you uh, an example, to be a sacrifice for you, but also to give you a daily example. And I've said this, I don't remember if I said it in both services, but I've definitely said it before. Around Christmas time, uh, we kind of feel like everybody is more likely to go to church, that we can invite them and they'll say yes. And we think that's because, oh, it's Christmas and people care and love others and family and all this stuff. And maybe that's part of it, but the bigger part is around Christmas time, more Christians act like Christians, more churches act like churches. Like we do the worship stuff, we do uh, children's musicals, and I know we can't do that all year, but but we do this joyful uh, peace, love, hope stuff for, for Advent and everything, and we, we talk about it, we live it, and then that's why people are like, oh, this looks attractive. Like, this is what Christmas is. And so I want to go be a part of that. But then January comes and we kind of revert back to, man, school is hard or life is hard or, man, everything's upset. Everything's uh, crazy and I, I'm just upset. And those feelings are okay and they're natural, but we cannot take it out on other people. That doesn't mean we won't because sometimes we're going to screw up and so we ask for forgiveness. And we tell people, hey, I messed up, and that's okay, and that's good. But we follow these verses not just in December, not just in November, not just in March or April, whenever Easter is each year, but all of the time. We understand that to believe in Jesus, to follow him, to love him, we get eternal life. And then we take that promise that we're given, and we go and we don't condemn people. We tell them the truth. We show them the truth. But we love them regardless of what they say, of what they choose. And we continue to be that example. And I know... I've said this before, but as teens, and most of you listening are teens, all three of you, uh, although there are probably some adults listening, so let's say a total of four and a half people, um, most of you have live in this world of half the people in your life are saying, hey, you need to grow up and act your age and be more mature and take responsibility, etc., 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 and then the other half of the people are like, your opinion does not matter, you're a kid, and it can be really hard to hear both of those things, and sometimes you hear them from both from hear them both from the same people. And it can be really hard and it can be confusing. But here is what Jesus would say. You can be like him. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter who you are. You can be like him. And if you choose him, you follow him, then you can show others what that means. It doesn't mean you know all the scriptures because you're not gonna probably yet. Um, It's cool if you can memorize things, but it's more important that you understand these verses, that you understand the love, and then you follow him, and then you learn the scripture as you go. You don't have to walk up to people and be a walking encyclopedia of the Bible, if any of you know what encyclopedias still are. You don't have to know everything about the Bible. You just have to know Jesus and you have to live for him. And then again, you learn that in time because it's a growing process. It's a relationship process. And you're not too young for that. You're not too old for that. You're able to do that. So as we go towards the end of the school year, do your best to show that love to others, to show that love to God and to live out that example. Uh, Do your best to learn from your mistakes, to learn from the mistakes of others and to just do better. And then as you go to break, like really enjoy it and and feel that refreshing uh, worship and everything that happens over break, the vacations, the presents, everything. And then when you go back to school, don't let it all stop at Christmas. Like, go back to school and keep trying. Keep trying to be better each day. Keep trying to be who you can be. Keep trying to be like Jesus, because that is what we can all do. And that's all I got.